10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome, welcome everyone, and this is 18 Wills, and I am the host, the professor on this Men's Health Wellness Month. We're going to talk about all types of things and making sure us fellas taking care of ourselves because we are known for not doing what we supposed to do. And today we got a special guest on because it's also Diabetes Awareness Month. And we got a special guest that's going to tell us and talk about his stories about the things that he deals with with suffering from the diabetes. So what's going on, fam? Where y'all at? Am I on the only one on here? What's hey, going professor, on? I ain't seen y'all in a couple on, of weeks. Y'all. What's up, professor? What's up, y'all? So I want to give it up to my favorite co-host that's with me and got me down all the time. Give it up for Freight Pusher. Hey, y'all. My boy, the innovator, lover boy. Yeah, boy. Sucking on a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and my I girl, Nick Nick. What's I up, know. y'all? What's up? What's going on, yeah, everyone? We're back into the 18 World Podcast after us getting a break. And we got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. I mean, we know what's going on with Kyrie Irving. We know what's going on with uh, Kanye West. And we also going on with Takeoff that was tragically killed out in Houston. Oh, yeah. now, uh, let's take it off right now. Let's start off with Takeoff. You know, I, I was never a big Migo fan. Um, but I was a fan of what they done to put a dent in this industry. And it's just so sad to see the video of everything that conspired in Houston. What makes you don't want to come Houston. Now, I want to get y'all thoughts on this because, you know, we, we saw the vi- videos and, you know, they say Jay Prince Jr. allegedly has something to do with it. I don't think that's the case. I think that it was a hitter wanted to take him out so what do y'all think about this because you know we got a lot of names flying around allegedly you know you got a guy i guess little cam whoever he is in houston um but he also had some some allegedly something to do with uh duke the jeweler that came down in houston and got robbed so it's a lot going on in the community so let's talk about it before we get into this podcast so what y'all think about this takeoff situation man i know y'all seen it all over the internet i mean it did look a little suspicious that jay prince just walked past his body like he wasn't I on no that's oh, what yeah. really i'm like man it just should but... man he walked right past the body like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, i mean you gotta realize you know from what i've been hearing and seeing it's like it was a big fiasco of a fight. Well, I guess you said it was gambling, and then it went said wrong. It wasn't over a dice game. They said that people thinking it wasn't there. It was a girl that was there. She said it wasn't over the dice game. This was something that happened outside of the um, of the bowling alley party. Well, hi. They say what? Well, okay. They say first of all, he got into it. He got into. He did get into it with a uh, junior, J Prince Junior. Then they went on to saying that uh, the guy, uh, Cam, beat him out like $7,000. And then, you know, yeah, he was like mad about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he was mad and he kept antagonizing him about what he did. And then he was like, all right, man, let's play some basketball. Then he said, I don't want to play no basketball. And then he already know what I did. And he stepped off. And they say Slim just 
shot takeoff in the head and the shit just went went south. So I don't know. You know some people just don't want to be some people want respect and they don't want to be disrespected. Especially you coming to my town and you 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 feeling a certain kind of way. You walking off. When you walk off, that means you gonna go get some, or you or you or you just feeling a certain kind of way. And the young dude temperature may be a certain kind of way. And he just wasn't having it. That's true. Now, do y'all think that it was a smart move for Jay Prince and Jay Prince Jr. not to come, or do you think it was a bad move to not Which to mean? come to the funeral? The funeral. I mean, paid every I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't have came. You know, that, that's yeah, like a that's like yeah. a setup. Because the simple fact that they got his name ringing bells, whether he had something to do with it or allegedly or whatever, it's just his name is circled around that, that he had something to do with it. Nah, it wasn't for him to show up because then it would have been something for real. Yeah, you got somebody right now, they looking to get a name for the show. They came down here, it could have been anybody. It could have been a homeless man. Anybody gave him a gun yeah, and then boom, yeah, blow his exactly. brains out for what? You know what I'm saying? So, nah. But I even look right what right. Jay Prince father said. He said, ain't nobody hiding behind him and his name. I mean, the video shows it. You can clearly put it two, to, two together. But some people blaming Quavo because, like, of course, why are you gambling at a game? You got money. Like, why are you doing that hood shit, bringing controversy or whatever? But, I mean, you can't play it. I blame the security. I feel like they are horrible security because once the moment that they started getting into a verbal altercation, it security should have been, should have been like, up. it's time for us to roll. This yeah. environment don't even look safe for y'all at this point. Like yeah. these are assets. But but that's what it was though. The security was that uh the I think the security was the brother. He's the, he's their security. So that's why he had if you seen the video, before anything even popped off, he already had his gun out. But see, yeah, but so, see, the thing is, but no, I'm but saying we in their city, moving. so we we lost, you know, their whole crowd is around us, so we we basically done lost our security surrounding. Like anything could happen. They should have well, pulled them back. Too many, too many of these people want to make their cousins and their little neighborhood friends who they feel like some gangsters their security, and you have to be a professional security to know how to handle those situations. Like I said, when they started having a verbal argument, at that point, security should have been like, "All right, come on, let's go, take off, Quavo, exactly. let's go." Now you can lead the rest of your crew here to argue with them, but y'all two niggas, it's time for us to Got go. It. Yeah. And they let it go too far and it's like once you let it go that far it, you really can't control once bullets start flying what's gonna happen with where they gonna go correct because nobody should have been able to get in there with a gun well that's the thing was their security got him with a gun and his security got him with a gun so they the only ones that had the guns but are they considering Lord Cam security? Because he's right now. Yeah, they, yeah, he's, they were he's saying both of them. That's 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 his security. Mm. Lil Cam is his security, and their brother, his brother, whatever it is, his security. Mm. Well, he's rumored allegedly to be linked up to, of course, y'all know Duke the Jeweler that came down to the Boosie concert to make him a piece, and was in the whole same situation. He had a million dollar chain around his neck, and they robbed him and killed him as he was coming down there. So well, that's that's allegedly they saying a, a lot of things. They saying they may think Boosie's cousin has something to do with that one. So yeah, 
And all this is allegedly, y'all. So we just speaking and how it how it could go down, you know. But I wanted to touch light on some of that. And we'll touch light on some other things in the podcast. I'm sure you got something about Kyrie, how they how they kind of oh, condemning yeah. this man yeah. down, yeah. man. And I yeah. can understand the way Kanye did it wasn't right, but he just basically made a comment. And now they're taking his Nike contract. He got to make all these apologies and stuff like that, which is crazy. Would they yeah, yeah. make the other kind do that if they said something? Because look at what Brad Fraud doing. He just basically ripped. He just robbed the whole, whole Welfare state. system. <laughs> exactly. And do you see him doing anything? No, no and he not. Because you know what? They're not. That's what they do. They're cowboys. Oh, Lord. There you go. Talking about my boys. But let's get into these sports, bro. Since you want to bring my boys up. Let's talk about them cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, 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 y'all. And you already know what it is and what it was and what had happened. But if you didn't know, I'm here to bring it to you. Mm. Something's fishy in the air. Some real stink right now. If you don't know, I'm talking about that NFL and what happened yesterday. Let's start off. Them boys. I mean, them cow boys. Woo. Aaron Rodgers. Talk about bounce back. Bounce back game. <laughs> Packers 31. Cowboys 28. Man, Dak Prescott. Some are saying, should he even be behind there? And what happened to Zeke? The freak. Too many nose rings and stomach rings. Is this what happened <laughs> in the detail? Dak Prescott was 27 of 46, 265 yards with three TDs and two interceptions. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. And Aaron Rodgers getting it done, putting that belt back around his waist. The discount double check man himself. He was 14 of 20, 234 yards with three TDs. And that's how you get it done in Wisconsin. Next game, you had the Seahawks take on the GOAT himself, the Bucks, the Seahawks 16, the Bucks 21. Jacoby Brissett in this game, he did pretty good. And uh, I mean Geno Smith, he did pretty good, but not enough. The GOAT takes him down. The GOAT was 22 of 29, 258 yards with two TDs, and the Bucks. Get the win. Next game, the Lions took on the Bears. This was a close game. The Lions, Jared Goff, he was 19 and 26, 236 yards with one TD. Justin Fields before this game, some people would say he could be a sneaky MVP. He was 12 of 20, 167 and two TDs, and the Lions get the W. Next game, the Browns took on the Dolphins. The Browns 17. The Dolphins 39, Tua hmm. Tonga Valoa, 25 of 32, 285 yards with three TDs. And the Dolphins keep on swimming along. Next game, the Broncos took on the Titans. The Broncos 10, the Titans 17. What is going on with our guy, Russell Wilson? Woo! Man, Sierra, Sierra, Sierra. 
He better get in the weight room. <laughs> you try to say that he the reason why? She the reason why? <laughs> hey, they say, man, she must have put a... Something's going on in the bedroom that takes him going in the field room because he ain't watching enough field TV. And when he get on there, he's just playing abysmal. He's looking confused. And he looks like he's just not happy right now in the mouth. Man, high. She's knocking them legs out of them. Out of that she's definitely she doing gone. something. <laughs> Next game, we talk. This, now, this game probably the game of, of the night, of the day, of the week. I mean, I'm talking about the Vikings taking on the Bills. The Vikings 33, the Bills 30. And John, Josh Allen in this game, he played this perfect game till the end. Man, he just couldn't hold on to the ball. The center passed the ball. It was like a fumble. And, man, the Vikings got on that thing. And Kirk Cousins, let's talk about Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was 30 of 50, 357 yards with one TD. Kirk Cousins was playing like he means business i mean week after week and the and the bikes are seven and one could we be saying super bowl i don't know it's too we early have to find though, out man. i mean seven and one they're looking good they're looking good because the bills look good but the bikes look damn philly good philly looking good too yeah philly's gonna take theirs tonight we're gonna put that we're gonna put that stuff in we're gonna put something in turkish early what hot dogs <laughs> <laughs> who no, they playing no, no. who's they playing y'all Playing the commanders tonight. Oh, we'll take shit. care of business. We're gonna take care of business. But let's get on back on to this. The Titans took on the Giants. The Titans 16. The Giants 24. Next game, the Jags took on the Chiefs. The Jags 17. The Chiefs 27. Woo! Mahomes getting it done. Next game, the Saints took on the Steelers. The Saints 10. The Steelers 20. Next game, the Colts took on the Raiders. The Colts 25, the Raiders 20. Next game, the Cards took on the Rams. The Cards 27, the Rams 17. And the game of the night will be none other than the Commanders taking on the Eagles. What do you, what's your thoughts on this game before we get into this game? Y'all going to lose. <laughs> that's, that's my thoughts. They're going to get the shit whooped out your ass. That's nah, we gonna, my we gonna, thoughts. We're we, we, we going to handle business. We're going to handle business. Let's this get into the pick happen. three. The pick three for next week. We got the Bills take on the Browns. I'm going with the with the, with the the Bills, of course. The boys will take on the Vikes. You know I'm going with the Vikes. You know I'm going with the Vikes. <laughs> I bet. And the Eagles are going to go down tonight. That's my pick three. And those are my NFL stats plays for the week. Join me next week when I bring up some more of that action. But first, we're going to have to get into this subject. I'm talking about the NBA. Woo! Basketball. Basketball's my favorite sport. And you know what I do when I'm on that court. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about NBA. We got some things to talk about. Let's talk about first this thing with Kyrie Irving. Oh, my God. It's, it's blowing up. Kyrie Irving goes from being the baddest point guard to being the baddest couch guard. What is going on? <laughs> Not the couch guard. The couch guard. I mean, he's, he's scratching <laughs> his head. He's making these videos. They call him anti-Semitic. Come on, man. It sounds like a medicine or something. What's going on with that? It's crazy. Yeah, Kyrie Irving, they're trying to take everything away from him. 
trying to take his Nike deal. They did take his Nike deal. Uh, they suspended they, that. They, they they taking everything off this man's table. But chicken, everything's gone. And, they, and they, he blaming on this, this movie. This movie's making money now. Hell, I want to watch this movie now. Hebrews to Negroes. You gotta apologize to the masses, son. They didn't like the yeah. way he, but it's like, he came out. And but said it's it. like you know they they punishing him for somebody else's views, you know. And I understand that he has a platform, but that Hebrews the Negroes been out for a long time, it at least on, yeah, at least right eight there. years ago. And um, yes. and I think they have close ties with like those Black Hebrew Israelites. And they go a little deeper into, you know what I'm saying, us as black people, why we, the way we are, you know, in this, in, in uh, association mm-hmm. to other races, why we, you know, we're economically challenged and things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, the movie wasn't his views per se, but he, but he looking and he looking to find himself in this. And yeah. it's not like, if, if, but let's say he said he wanted to convert and now he wanted to become a Jew and all this. They wouldn't have said anything about that, but anything that goes against their views or what they want you to believe it's like as long as you are puffing and they making you dance and move like that then it's okay but anytime somebody go against the grain or try to awaken a little bit they like oh no 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 we about to take all this stuff down and make him apologize he didn't even say anything he said i mean well verbally because what his statement said you know what i'm saying that, that that said that he was waking up and that you know what i'm saying he's digging a little bit and they don't want you to do that that's one thing they don't want you to do. No, they want no, you to continue no. to be blind, deaf, and dumb. And once he start waking up, see, they scared, so he might start waking up some of his teammates, and they start making waking up people in the community. They don't want that. But but the thing was, what I didn't understand, he had all these people who who shamed Kyrie. You had Shaquille O'Neal. You had Shannon Sharp. You had Stephen A. Smith. You, you had tons of people who condemned this man. Even LeBron James condemned this man for this movie. I mean, like. This is because they commercial and they sold out. They, 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 but they, now they back. They back They back commercial and they sold out because those those like when men, when when Farrakhan got on there and said, "How you gonna call him anti-Semitic for for researching who he is?" You understand what oh, I'm yes. saying? And if you look at all those guys, none of those guys speak about anything that's that that the, against any type of white people. None of those guys were speaking about Black Lives Matter. None of those guys were speaking about controversial issues that's plaguing the black community. They always dance around it and try to keep stuff in the gray lines because they don't want to step on no toes. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? So those guys ain't <laughs> nothing to... to they they want to keep them contracts and they want to keep them yeah, things yeah. coming. That's what it is. You know what it is. It's too much business in the background. Mm-hmm. Politics. You know, politics. The politics of being a business owner like you got to shake the hands with the people you don't want to and they know what they doing like Shaq I mean even uh Kanye put Shaq out there so they going <laughs> yeah, back yeah. at it before, and the thing about it you know Shaq showed this movie in his movie theater uh-huh how they see that's the thing you, you can't say one thing and do another and the NBA will teach you that but let's get into these games I'm talking about the Thunder taking on the Knicks Talk about the Thunder putting that Thunder in their basket. The Thunder 145, the Knicks 35. Shea Gilgis Alexander, he was 37, 8 and 5, getting it done. Next game, the Grizzlies took on the Wizards. The Grizzlies 92, the Wiz Kids 102, and poor Zingas, he was 25, 6 and 2. Next game, you had, woo, the Jazz taking on them 76ers. The Jazz, 98, the 76ers. Joel Embiid, he was for 
phenomenal. He had 59 points, 8 assists, and 11 boards. Boom! Getting it done. Next game, you had the Wolves take on the Cavs. The Cavs, 129, 124. The T-Wolves, 129. But Darius Garland of the Cavs, this man had 51 points. It was like 50 burgers Damn. everywhere. 51 points, 6 assists, with 2 rebounds going down in the end, though. Next game, the Nuggets took on the Bulls. The Nuggets, 126. The Bulls, 103. Michael Porter Jr. What more can I say? 31 points, 2 assists, with 1 rebound. This game right here could have went either way. I'm talking about the Warriors taking on the Kings. The Warriors, 115. The Kings, 122. Sabonis, Damontis Sabonis. He was 26, 8, and 22 rebounds. Man, playing like his old dad himself. Next game, the Nets took on the Lakers with no Kyrie for the Nets, no LeBron James for the Lakers, and the Lakers get the win. 116-103. Kevin Durant, he was phenomenal. 31 points, 7 assists with 9 rebounds, but AD had more to say in this one. He had 37 points, 2 assists, 18 rebounds, and Professor, what do we call that? A double-double, brother. Man, woo! Lakers getting back to their old selves. And here go my pick three for tonight's games. The Suns take on the Heat. I'm rolling with the Suns. The Spurs will take on the Warriors. I'm rolling with the Warriors. And the Bucks will take on the Hawks. I'm rolling with the Bucks. And these are my stats, plays, for the week. Show me next time. Give it up for that boy, lover boy, with them command the strip sports. <laughs> Don't get mad. Command Don't get the strip. mad. Command the strip sports. Mm-hmm. Like Nick, you've been away for a little bit, so kick it all before we get to freight push. Hey y'all, hey y'all. This is it Diamond in the Rough dropping gems. And so today I really ain't have a, a topic, but I did have a question um, for you guys and also our listeners. So in the wake of those three young college boys getting shot by their former um, teammate, now they were in college, they doing good, they playing football, you know, they not what we would consider in the streets, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking about gun control, it's just like, right now we in the wild, wild west and it's like, what what can you do as a mother or a father, you know, as a parent? You send them and you know they sending them to a prestigious school. You're expecting them to be safe. But it's like, like Nate was saying, it's like you the way that I feel right now, it's like my next move is the is the is to get me a gun. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, what do you what do you do in that instance? You know what I'm saying? Would it have would it have been better if if they were armed as well? Because it seemed like it, it, these people are losing their lives every day. It's a it's a it's a shooting every day, and like these people are supposed to be what we consider in the safe zone. So my question is, do you consider any place a safe zone? And do you do are we? I'm feeling more and more every day that I need to have a gun to protect me and my family. Because at first I wasn't a, a, a good gun advocate, a big gun advocate. You got a bazooka. Well, look, I just became a Florida Floridian officially today, and that is my number one priority, being down. In South Florida is to get my carry and conceal, um, because you have to these days. I mean, 
People are doing crazy stuff. I'm like, stop. Outlandish. Just doing stupid stuff. And I just don't understand. I don't know too much about the topic, what happened. Uh, but I just know it's a tragic to see three young black men killed again. So know? what happened, they were actually, they it was a bus full of students. They were on their way back. They had just arrived back on campus from coming from Washington, D.C., from seeing the play. And the guy just opened fire on them. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like they life cut down short, but had would have he thought if he would he had thought different if he knew that those other people was, you know, was strapped as well. Hmm. And no, Nate, let me ask you a question. Nate, so what made you what made you get your gun? Because I'm always strapped, girl. I don't care what they talk about. I'm banning this arm whatever. Because <laughs> hey, I ain't going to be on nobody's news telling my story. I'm going to tell mine that I can do it from jail wherever, honey, but I'm going to do it. I'm telling my story. But no, nah, I was a, <laughs> I was an armed SPO in D.C. That was kind of forced on me by my mom. <laughs> She's a um, federal, federal police. But um, I always like guns. I like shooting them. And I wish a nigga would now. Because mm. I'm toting them. Yeah. So, Everywhere. Uh, I went to church, y'all. And a, a man came in the church. He was running in the church from somebody else that was trying to attack him. So he felt the safest place to run was the church. So everybody in the church is panicking. they like, oh, my God, it's about to go down. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. Y'all move back because it's about to go down. But we ain't leaving this motherfucker. They said you strapped in the church, but I'm strapped at the toilet. <laughs> so I'm strapped everywhere else. Uh, I, uh, so quick question, You gotta be. Yeah. Are you are you curry concealed? Are you open curry? Which are you? Um, well, in Georgia, they passed a law where you can open carry, conceal carry, and you need no license to do either, as long as you have the ability to obtain one. A quick question. I was reading mm -hmm. the story. Now, when you open carry, that means you got it on you and you can see it. They're saying yes. that yeah. people are getting robbed for their weapons now. Because let's say you got yours on you. Well, I carry my weapon. My weapon is not going to ever be snatched off of me because I carry a waistband. So mine's just wrapped around my stomach. So if you're looking on my waist, this bitch all the way up here by my breast, nigga. You ain't finding this shit. So you going to come really looking for it if you want it. Yeah, I'm like, damn, are you taking your gun too? Yeah, they had a dude in the store. He was in the um, convenience store. Did we lose her? His pants all like the way down his hip. The nigga came right behind him, snatched his gun, and then pulled it on him and said, nigga, what you gonna do? That nigga was like, nothing. Mm. You got it, sir. You got to pay attention. You got to pay attention when you-, you I, First of all, I don't need like people- I don't need like people standing on my back, standing behind me, like stand to the side of me, or I'm gonna stand to the side of you, because I need to see everything that's moving. Yeah. Makes hey, well, sense. That's just, that's just tragic what happened out there in Virginia, man. Uh, tragic. Yeah, it was just sad. So yeah. I just want to take a moment to silence and um, send prayers and, you know, strength to those families that lost their kids. And um, I just want everybody just to be safe because right now we're living in a crazy climate. Yeah, it's, it's a mess right now. So. Yeah, they probably everywhere churches over there, y'all. That is crazy. Afraid push it. Give us some of them words of wisdom, something, we so we can, that. so we can feel it light. 
Ooh, <laughs> hey y'all so today i want to make a special shout out to those suffering from mental health since we are bringing awareness to that so those who suffer from mental illness are stronger than you think we must fight to go to work care for our families be there for our friends and act normal while battling unimaginable pain Mental health problems don't define who you are. They are something you experience. You walk in the rain and you feel the rain, but you are not the rain. I want everybody that are suffering from any form of mental health challenges or just depression or anything to note to yourself, you are doing the best you can. It's okay to ask for help. You are worthy and enough. It's okay not to be okay. Your boundaries are important. You are capable of amazing things. Your feelings are valid and it's okay if you are a work in progress and always allow yourself the time to heal. The best version is you starts with you. And that's your girl dropping the word of the day. Yeah. Girl, girl. Great that, question. That, that was a good word there. We needed that. Yeah. Yeah. Church. Church. She pulled out the strap and the hallelujah. She got the word He's of the so day. <laughs> I swear, that was a good one for a push. Got your body in the church. Yeah, well, since this is Men's Awareness Month, so we can take care of our bodies, our mind, our soul, we got Coach V on it. She's going to give us some tips to help you take care of that mental awareness. Hello, everyone. What's up? Tell us something. Okay. Tell us something that us men can feel because right now I'm sure about five or ten people got a drink in their hand these days right now. <laughs> Tell us what we're not doing. What, what, what are we well, there's a few on? things that you guys may could do better, I will say. But um, this month, of course, 18 Wheels is doing its part to help raise awareness for men's health. Um, you all may know that June is actually the month that they celebrate men's health, but this month is November and it's just used as another opportunity to raise awareness on issues that um, affect males, as well as a way to encourage individuals to make choices that will help improve their health. So in November, there's this campaign and it's called Movember. I'm not sure if you all have heard of that before. Um, well, it was launched to bring awareness towards men's health and it supports um, it supports people who may have like prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, and even suicidal ideations. And what the campaign um, does, you may have heard of the No Shave November. That's right. when um, people are just encouraged to grow out a mustache and a beard. Not saying it has to be just males, but they do that for the entire month. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's for everyone just to do it for an entire month. And that's just a way to um, support the movement. Because unfortunately, um, men's health is often undermined. It's not talked about as much. Um, yeah. And a lot of times it's due to the social stigma to maybe that maybe you guys got to stay tough or tough it out. But it's really important to recognize that a man's physical as well as mental health is just as important as anyone else's. And I'm going to give you a couple statistics. Um, statistics actually show that women are more likely to be diagnosed with depression. However, men are three to four times more likely to die from suicide. 
And this occurs because men are less likely to reach out for help when they are struggling. So things like this campaign, of course, are done to help just encourage men to get out to seek assistance. So please get out for that. So that's about men's health awareness. But this month is also National Diabetes Month, which affects men. Um, and today, which is November the 14th, is actually World Diabetes Day. And that's pretty much held to um, commemorate the birthday of the guy who discovered, um, he co-discovered insulin back in like 1922. So this month is just used also to increase awareness um, to educate the community and individuals on how diabetes has impacted um, society. So type one, type two, gestational diabetes. A lot of people haven't heard of gestational diabetes, but um, that was something I even experienced. And that's when you're diagnosed when you're pregnant. If you didn't know, little statistic here, diabetes is the seventh leading cause of death and one of the leading causes of disability in the United States. More than 24 million people in the United States have diabetes. Mm. And one in three people in the United States are at a high risk of developing type two diabetes. Mm. So it's, it's a really, um, it's significant numbers um, as well. I'm not sure if you guys know that men are slightly more likely to get diabetes. As well, diabetes has been associated to um, men having sexual dysfunction. So it's really important to make sure you're getting checked. So 18 Wheels is definitely going to encourage you guys to get out and practice self-care and preventive measures. You know, make sure you have a physician that you are communicating with. Go out and get your screenings. Get your vaccinations, um, get your blood pressure, right. your blood sugar, get your cholesterol levels checked. Um, there's a lot of obesity out there. So making sure that you maintain a healthy weight. You can work with a nutritionist. You can work with a dietitian, someone just to help you manage that weight. Of course, you can get out and do activities. And there's actually going to be a personal trainer that's going to come on to help spread awareness, um, but get out and do some physical activities. Just get out and move around, even during this cold weather. If you're using tobacco products, you might want to stop and just learn some stress management because a lot of men deal with stress and don't know how to manage it. Again, so just make sure you have someone that you can talk to to help you with your mental. Um, later on in, in a little bit in the talk show, I know that one of our regular listeners is going to join in. And again, he's going to share his story about living with diabetes. So that is what I have in reference to men's health awareness this month, as well as National Diabetes Month. And until next month, when I come back on, men, please pay attention to your health. And everyone, just continue to live well, live happy, and live victoriously. Bye, you guys. What about uh, beef and pork products, Coach V? Well, it's a lot of things that we should try to eat in small amounts. Um, anything you eat in abundance is not good. 
So um, for you some want, people, you heard that, brother? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I heard it say, "Hey, dude, eating your butt." Of course, it's that good. Portion control. She said, "In abundance." She said, "In abundance." She said, "In abundance." She said, "In abundance." You better eat them hot dogs alone, boy. In abundance. Yes, I know. If you know that, a lot of Americans, our portions are a lot different than you know other countries. So that's something to be mindful of especially during the holiday season you know we want to load up our plates we have grease you may fry a turkey whatever you're doing just be mindful of all that stuff and how it can affect your blood sugar um everything like just be mindful of that going into these holiday season mm-hmm. well, give it up for coach v for giving up them them <clears throat> wellness tips fellas we gotta do better before we get into talking to our special guest uh lover boy you can bring them in but make sure you guys go and follow the 18 wheels store you can check out the 18 wheels team coming up in the time magazine coming on soon so we'll let you know when we have that publication ready and we also have the voyage in miami coming up for the 18 wells team so we'll we're doing some things out here people so just make sure you share it with your family make sure you tell them about the app the water everything that we got going on because if it wasn't for you guys we would not be here so love a boy Let's bring in our special guest, man. We've been knowing this guy for a long time. I'm glad he came in to talk about diabetes on this men's. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bring it on in. This brother right here, we known this brother for a long time. Long time. I think that's y'all age. How long ago was that? Long it? time. <laughs> known this guy since elementary. Knows family very well. Good family come from good upbringing. And uh, he's gonna come in. He's gonna talk to us about his uh things that are going on with diabetes. And I can't. I I want to ask him a couple questions. Um, I was diagnosed as being a pre uh diabetic. Yeah, Give my it up for Calvin Johnson. Calvin, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, up, give it up for our boy Calvin. We gotta bring bring you in, brother, because it's been a long time. It's been a long, long, long time. So thank you, bring in our boy Calvin. Because I thank you for coming on. Because men are so scared to come on and talk about when they dealing with health issues. Y'all know half of y'all brothers out there butt hurting. Y'all know half of y'all out there brushing y'all teeth and y'all spitting up Kool Aid and shit out y'all mouth. So y'all need to listen to. What we gotta say and go get yourself checked out. So Calvin, talk to us, brother man. It's, it's good seeing you. Tell us, tell us about your story, man, so these people can hear. Uh, well, with living with diabetes, you know, uh, a lot of people like to, I guess, scare themselves. Uh, my thing is, I'd rather live life and conquer the disease and and, and just uh, continue to live. So. Um, with living with the disease, uh, it's a change. I mean, especially with it being uh, uh, daily medication and uh, daily uh, uh, knowledge of uh, your situation daily. Um, mm-hmm. So with living with it, uh, it got to ups and it got to downs. Um, mm-hmm. 
is more or less more up for me. My thing, family, kids, and things of that nature. So I never let the disease conquer any type of uh, pressure I may have on myself when living with it. Hmm. Interesting. So when were you first diagnosed with it? Because honestly, this was the first I heard heard about it. I didn't, I, I didn't even know, brother, for real. I was diagnosed with it back when I was 26, 26 mm. years old. Uh, is, is I'm it, sure um, you guys remember my big boy stage. <coughs> I, I thought you was just getting fit. Like anybody else. <laughs> like, for real. I, thought, I was like, oh, cow getting thick, fit. I'm like, you know, with anybody else, you know, working so, so, out. Um, is it hereditary or is it just something that came because uh, the weight? Well, the crazy part is I was actually, besides my grandfather, was the first. Who we can't hear you. Kyle, you going in and out. Check your. Can you hear me? Something. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you now. Whatever you might okay. be moving, it kind of bounces off. So try to pinpoint that location you at to get that good signal. Okay. Um, no, actually, it wasn't hereditary. Uh, my second person diagnosed grandfather so actually i was the first person on my mom's side to be diagnosed with mm. now now i have had several other family members to be diagnosed with it since then well honestly calvin like you know i'm i diabetes there's a few people in my family that have it but what do you go through like on a daily basis like how does it make you feel you know, like, I, that's what I want to know, because I don't understand the disease. Some people have diabetes and they're living through it, but some people are really suffering. So what, 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 how is a good day and a bad day for Calvary Child? Well, well, the good day is uh, just feeling healthy. Uh, yeah. No pain. And then when you have a bad day. Because <laughs> uh, sometimes, I mean, I think the down, the, BDC is really to me it's only the side of uh other it's than not, that I mean not. I wouldn't say that it's much to be down about I mean if you're doing all the right things mm. and what are those some, what are those things are right is no candy no sweets how, how does that work I mean because that's that's my that's always been for is candy so uh, not being able to golf down a pack of now ladies, I, that that's that's stressful enough for me. But I I try I try to keep myself uh, occupied and do the right thing by a proper diet. So, um, how did you find out that you had diabetes? Well, back when I was what around twenty six, uh, I program uh, with uh, abuse and neglected kids. And I was a parent surrogate for uh, a lot of our clients. So what I was, I was attending an IEP meeting, which if you don't want to know what that is, educational plan, that a kid that's basically needs special needs uh, have yearly. So I was uh, representing a client of ours. And just at the time, I was feeling a real, real fatigue, uh, feeling like my bowels was uh, weak. Next day I know, uh, feeling that way, I woke up at PG Hospital, mm. um, which I basically slipped into a diabetic coma uh, and was rushed to the hospital 
from the high school that I was at. Mm. <clears throat> okay, one of the things that I never understood, they said, okay, you, you're like me, I'm pre-diabetic. I say, well, is, it, is it something like, uh, like how much sweets do I have to intake or like, because once you become diabetic, you don't go back. But they say when you're pre-diabetic, you can reverse it. How does that work? Well, well, type one and type different, different types of diabetes. Now with type two, type two can be actually reversed mm-hmm. for diet and exercise. Um, I, with my situation, uh, the constant uh, exercise, uh, being active, just uh, always moving. Uh, a lot of times. With that alone, it could just be walking, it could be jogging, it could be something as simple as that that helps maintain uh, the di- the diabetes, the disease. So, Calvin, so it's daily. It's daily. Let me ask you this: So, do you have to take insulin every day? Um, I'm type two, insulin dependent. Say that first, one more time. When I first, I said I'm, I'm actually type two, so I'm daily medication. I don't take the insulin. I don't. Uh, I'm not dependent on the insulin at this moment. But when I first was diagnosed, I was because I was living two years with diabetes without knowing. So what is it? So, that's so how, what is the insulin? What does that do? The insulin. Uh, it's basically Body, and it basically uh, shoots in the necessary nutrition that the organs may need in the body. So, with that being said, uh, type two is more like more like borderline, like Lamont said, borderline uh, to being insulin dependent. Without, like I said, daily proper. Exercising and proper dieting, you could pretty much push yourself to type one and be insulin dependent. Have you ever experienced a diabetic coma? All I could tell you is I thought I was asleep when I, I guess, because when I woke up, my mom was bedside saying, Boy, you there. So <laughs> it's like to be into that coma, but it just felt like I was asleep. Hmm. And he just woke up and he was in the hospital. Yeah, I woke up. I was in the hospital. Well. Mm. I don't know. Back in the day, bro, we used to knock them <laughs> junior bacon. What was it we used to eat all the time? We used to junior call them junior, the junior bacon cheeseburgers all the time. That's them problems. Well, we know Lamont used to eat more of them. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's all the confirmation we needed, Calvin. That's all the confirmation see, we needed. See, I told y'all we went back in the day. We took it 20 years back. <laughs> no, he said burgers. We talking about you and your hot dog fetish you get. It's like... It's all right, innovator. I ain't gonna. I'm. I'm. A, I'm gonna leave him alone. I'm. I'm gonna let him pick with you for a little bit, but I ain't gonna let him do too much. I got your back. Yeah, you got it. Appreciate that. <laughs> but I'm sure he ain't turning none down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Cal. We, we need you here more often, Calvin. So yeah, you can just set the record straight. Oh <laughs> man. We go back a long way. How far we go back? Well, we go back all the way, maybe to. Probably third grade. 
I think it was second, third grade, around that time. So let's let me ask you this, Calvin. Did he have the hot dog whistle back then? Did Lamar have the hot dog whistle? You see, you see, about to say Tory. Uh, I said that me. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Some people were eating more than others. <laughs> now, I do agree on that one. I do agree. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's that's when life was easy. That's when, I mean, we used to just have so much fun doing stupid stuff. You know, we used to do so much stupid stuff. It didn't make any sense. But now we older, and we got to get the message out there because it's so many of us brothers, period, men, period, are dying from stupid stuff and not want to go get their prostate checked. Or mm-hmm. not even want to go get a dental checkup. Dude, ain't about that time for all y'all do. Some people ain't want <laughs> yeah, to. I'm coming to get the veneers. Hey, Mr. Johnson and Innovator and Professor, ain't about that time for y'all now? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a couple of months overdue to see what happened. <laughs> oh, see, what happened was my insurance changed <laughs> to this. <Okay>. So <laughs> it's got to go to that. And then when it gets that. <laughs> Then I'll be ready to go. I got about more years for that. Oh no, Calvin, you definitely at that time. It's time for this. <laughs> no, but the important thing the neglect of the health. We honestly, when I was living two years with the disease, I ignored a lot of factors. And I fell into I fell into this thing where we black men don't get ourselves checked out and we just go with the flow. And I was just going with the flow because the one major thing that I, I uh had to endure while living with it early uh was rapid weight loss and with the weight loss you know as a young guy well as a young guy living a little overweight you know the 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 the, the, how can i put it the self-esteem was a little low now you know you got a issue where you're losing weight and you starting to look in the mirror be like oh i like how i look oh man i'm looking great i always always want to be this size so you know i was going with the flow and the whole time i was sick as a dog but thought i was the flyest thing walking you know so you know i mean but i do encourage us guys us young guys us, us black young guys to you know when, when there are signs man don't be afraid man take yourself to the doctor's emergency room i mean you can all you can do is basically is help yourself going forward you know, you want to be here. But I want to ask y'all this question, but why do men feel like that? Like you, you know, like y'all may receive this, perceived as weak if you sick. Go to the doctor, you paying for insurance. Well, no man likes to get that. Well, I'm not going to say no man, but men personally don't like to, you know, getting their fingers stuck in their I mean, yeah, but that's like, but that's like last because, oh, you know what I'm saying? That's first. That's first for any man? So that's first. That's the, you want it first? So many men that won't go and get that done. They'll go get other stuff done, but they won't go get that done. I mean, I could see why that's a little scary. But I'm just saying in general, you know what I'm saying? Like he was saying like, well, he was just losing weight, you know what I'm saying? So he probably was losing weight and feeling tired, but he was like, you know, shit, I'm good with that. But like, what is in a man's mind? Because he's not the only one, a lot of them, be just like you know wait until they kill over before they like oh now something wrong it's because we don't want to you know expect we don't want to know you don't want to know that yeah, you're we, sick you know what i mean like how many people when they had the aids epidemic how many of the mugs would have went and went to the doctor they probably could have still been living to this day but they didn't want to know 
They that damn AIDS coma just by knowing. Oh God, no. They go home and they just don't want to know. Yeah, because that, that definitely brings on depression and stress when you exactly. know. And when you, you know don't know, it's like you just exactly. go with the flow. Yeah, there's a lot of things that, as, as us, as men, we need to go check out. You need to check out your prostate. You need to go check out your sexual activity. You need, you need your, your testosterone levels. You need to go check out everything. Get the whole workup. That's what I tell people because you just don't know, especially if you have things that's hereditary in your family, high blood pressure. I know so many guys that's on high blood pressure pills and they're not even 44. Not even mm. 44 on high blood pressure pills. That's that pressure. baby mama stress. That's that. <laughs> so you can say that again. Eating, the eating, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Eating all that fried food and stuff like that. Like, but, but back to we you, all got to do that. Johnson. Uh, quick question. How, how was, what's up with the weight loss of diabetes? How's that work? Uh, as far as, well, it, uh, the crazy part is the medication they put you on, it causes you causes you to eat that's why they say you got to have daily exercise rituals in your in your daily life uh but like if i was to eat the way my body craved to eat off the medication i probably would be bigger than i am um but it's more or less a mind discipline for me and just knowing uh uh how i felt with the weight and the disease because carrying the weight and having the disease that's not a comfortable uh position to be in so you know as far as the weight mm, i just say that the reason i'm diabetic is because of my weight it's not because of anything else but my weight at the size i'm only five seven in, in in height so with my stature with all that weight i did have i think at the highest i was at was like 265 mm. you know uh and i was current i was current real heavy and you know my body and and I, and I caught the weight rapid like you know you guys know i, I left the, the nest at 18. i ain't not a cook a damn so i stayed into fast food curry outs and things of that nature and the weight came so fast that my body wasn't ready for it and that's basically what happened. swelled up his body swelled up all that mm. that's crazy. I, I, I was i was hoping i could pass a little bit over to uh the freight <laughs> time <laughs> hey, I'm scared of freight pushers. Freight pushers be toting them things in the church. <laughs> she said, "You already close to Jesus. Let me get you out. Let me get you situated right now." Like, yeah, because if, if y'all would have asked me a question early about who the hot dog is, I ain't gonna say. <laughs> it is seven o'clock. Let me follow. She the number one hot dog lover uh, over here. No, no. Tell them they tell you eat delicacies. You don't eat no hot dogs. Look, I'm going to keep it private. I'm going to keep it private about how Mr. Johnson really found out that he had diabetes. He didn't want to tell y'all that he shit it all over his soul, but I'm going to tell you. I thought thought that's what he did. That's what he did. He didn't want to tell y'all about he woke woke up there. He woke up shitty. I thought that's what he did, though. It's I seven o'clock. That's why I love it here. That's why I love it here, boy. They gonna kill you and cut your ass up. Hey, <laughs> hey, tell y'all that part. Hey, hey that's funny part. though. But that's our man. You would eat that hand though and wiping his ass. And say, <laughs> 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 we- 
Cowboy Cowboys on a stick. Y'all got some freaky shit going on over there. Uh huh. Cowboys on a stick. to the store. I just woke up my mother at my bedside, shine a light on me. What happened, Jesus? I'm here. Hey brother, you hit that one right though. That's how you do it. See, that's what a man do. You break it down. You don't have to tell. Everything. Y'all like to summarize. But, don't but try you to summarize it. So you're still telling the truth. Don't call your man a lie. He's still telling uh, the truth because he summarized it up. You see that? Hey, no, but that, I, was I had, most that was the most important part for y'all to know. I, I had a good partner on my side. That... <laughs> we didn't need to know that. We need to just know the basics. Hey, that's a good one. Yes, he did talk about yeah. innovative over there eating hot dogs, but he didn't want to talk about how he woke up. Well, Calvin, I want to thank you, brother, for coming on and sharing your story on the 18 Wheels podcast talk show. That's what that's our new name on social media. So make sure you check us out and you'll see all our new new things that's coming to make sure y'all check out the time magazine because you'll see all y'all good looking people the innovator freight pusher and neat neat all up in the magazine doing their thing and i want to make sure y'all check out this latest podcast at www.18wills1.com and make sure y'all go on the app next week we'll have our boy what is next week y'all is it, is it thanksgiving it's thanksgiving thanksgiving next week, next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a Thanksgiving. So next week we're gonna have Lover Boy taking over the ham, and he's gonna be showing y'all some of his favorite treats he got for the holiday. He said he gonna be online eating ham. He, he's gonna be taking over that. Oh, I see. <laughs> Not oh. Let me yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. But Lover Boy gonna give y'all some of his secret recipes. Cause I tell you, the boy can cook boy gets down so he's gonna take over on that podcast so everybody we're back in the building and we're gonna see you guys on thanksgiving week and thanks calvin for coming up and thanks, sharing calvin. your story and hopefully we get these men out here to get thanks, their calvin. stuff no parts left behind appreciate you guys inviting me that was funny though, Frank Pusher. She ain't gonna let you let that down. Kate. I was not gonna let him See leave that. this podcast without telling. I was sitting here waiting for that part. Like gonna tell that part, huh? CJ, she ain't gonna let you let that one down. Hey, I touch, I, I'm gonna touch base. I'm gonna touch bases with her. I'm gonna touch base with her. That's all right. We got the Christmas Christmas podcast coming up, so. And make sure y'all check us out for the holidays because we're trying to put together a Christmas party so we'll let y'all know location, time, and place when it comes available. So thank y'all everybody again and have a good evening. Y'all be safe out there. Bye. Bye. Bye.